Welcome to S2 Underground, a freelance intelligence agency fighting terrorism, fake news, and political tyranny around the world. I'm the trouble starter, punkin' instigator. Alright everyone, welcome back to the underground. Well, it is official. Our town is locked down for the most part. Um, pretty much every store is closed in our local area, except for really some grocery stores, gas station, things like that. So we're uh, sort of stuck here. Um, so today we wanted to talk about a very controversial topic. Uh, quarantines and forced isolation as part of the coronavirus response. So we've tried posting about this on Instagram, but those posts keep getting flagged and taken down, um, which has sort of resulted in a we hope uh, temporary ban on our account on Instagram, so we've decided to dedicate a short podcast episode to our thoughts on this topic. Um, this is probably for the best anyway, uh, since it's a very highly complex issue and extremely politically and emotionally charged right now, so let's go ahead and get into it. With many nations starting to implement mandatory quarantines and mandatory self-quarantines for those that either have the coronavirus or have had contact with an infectious person, the question eventually comes out. What if someone says no? What if someone refuses to abide by a self-quarantine? Well, unfortunately, that argument opens up the whole can of liberty versus security once again. Um, but before we unpack that, here are a few points that we'd like to make. For one, some people have brought up the legality of enforcing quarantines, and that argument almost always is just a waste of time. Um, at this stage, legislatures, law enforcement entities, and every facet of government believes in setting up quarantines. So, to be honest, it doesn't really matter if the government illegally implements quarantines, uh, closes businesses illegally, establishes you know, arbitrary curfews, anything like that will eventually be made legal in some fashion at some point. We have undeniably entered into a sort of weird phase of the coronavirus response where runaway politics is a thing, and where every single bill, statute, and regulation will be approved if colored with the stain of the coronavirus. So, with that being said, discussing the legality is simply a moot point. Every government response, however draconian, will eventually be made legal. Also, governments not just in the U.S. Um, will also certainly take advantage of the coronavirus panic legislation as a means to further their own political ideology. Even in the U.S., uh, even Nancy Pelosi wasn't above attaching a rider uh, to providing funding for abortions to the coronavirus emergency response funding package. So it's already happening and will likely continue to happen and arguably get worse. So keep your eyes open and keep your head on the swivel. But all of that aside, a more interesting debate is how the world seems to be okay with the idea of trading liberty for safety and security. And we understand that this may alienate many of our followers and listeners, but it's a topic that we feel must be covered, or at least thought about. At the risk of speaking in broad generalities, we believe that the debate of liberty and security is a zero-sum game, meaning that if you could measure such ideas, uh, the amount of personal liberties you have is directly and inversely correlated to the amount of security you have. So, the more liberty you have, the less personal security you have, to put it simply. 
this is rather a simple explanation of an argument that's been going on for quite literally centuries. So let's apply that thought to the coronavirus quarantines. Yes, absolutely. Measures like quarantines, curfews, forcing businesses to close, and rationing how many groceries you can buy greatly restricts your personal liberties. So much so that if you look at the situation of someone in a quarantine and someone in, say, prison, their situations are not that different. Uh, Both are being held against their will. Both are restricted from going to work, going shopping for food, or interacting with family and friends. Now, of course, the situations are not exactly the same. But it cannot be denied that forced isolation is a core concept of both imprisonment and quarantine. And we're okay with quarantines, but not okay with it being phrased as imprisonment. It seems that all governments and many citizens nowadays are okay with this trade. Fear creates an environment where humans are inclined to trade personal liberties for the security of the group. It's not a stupid decision by any means. It's arrived at using logic. And even in the cases where people are scared and panicking, I do not fault them for pleading with the government to help them. I don't fault people who beg for the arrest and imprisonment of anyone who violates a self-quarantine because I understand where they are coming from and their thought process Uh, processes that they use to arrive at that conclusion. However, personally, it is regrettable that I do not share those sentiments. I myself, and the others at the underground here with me uh, in our makeshift studio, do not believe that it, it is the government's job to protect you. Sure, the government can protect you, but the government's job is to think in terms of the masses, not in terms of the individual. It is with this in mind that we address the nature of quarantines. And it must be noted that these words are simply opinion and not real intelligence. But since the only thing separating an analyst from a news reporter is their opinion and experiences, here's what we think. It is without a doubt that quarantines work. They do. Quarantines and social distancing practices are simply the best ways to, quote, flatten the curve and try to ensure that the healthcare institutions that we have are not too overwhelmed at any given time. But, at the same time, individual people are going to have to weigh how much of their liberty and personal safety they are willing or able to give up for the common good. People are going to have to choose between themselves and their family and society. Unfortunately, in many areas, we are seeing that that choice is being taken away from people, or at least the threat of arrest or the thinly veiled threat of death is layered into the equation. If you break quarantine, you could be arrested. And if you refuse to be arrested, you could be beaten, shot, and killed. And with some towns in Louisiana and Illinois banning the sale of firearms and ammunition, the restriction on the ability to defend oneself may become impacted in many more areas over the coming weeks. And this language, while perhaps inflammatory and possibly biased in nature, is simply the truth. This is the world we live in now, even before the coronavirus. But nonetheless, people still inherently have a choice, whether they realize it or not. 
Will I go to work because I can't afford the luxury of staying home, facing the virus and the police? I cannot say what you should do. Nor would any of us here at the S2 Underground Project presume to be worthy of giving advice to you or your family on this outbreak. But if I were quarantined and I could not take off work without getting fired, could not go buy food for my children, could not get medicine for my aging parents or food for my dog, the choice is quite easy to make. So stay safe out there and do what you have to do. And for those who have the luxury of staying home, do not demonize others for doing what they have to do to keep their families safe. Don't panic, but don't be foolish either. And as always, fight in the shade. It's to actual hour.